Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we'll take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events of our lives and discern God's will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from the Sunday Sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from our sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them down and write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, really anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. And now let us begin with an excerpt from the March 13th sermon on 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12-28, through 28, preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord. And so I think when Paul is writing to the church in Thessalonica, he's writing about being a community like that. A community made up of individuals, a community made up of hope, a community made up of admonition, of support, of love, a community where when I can't pray, I know there are brothers and sisters around me who can. A community where when one of us can't give thanks because we're not in the right place or mind or moment to give thanks, where we can't see the hope through the despair. We're surrounded by people who can. Surrounded by people who love and support and uphold us. Paul is writing to the church and saying, There might be a time, there might be a moment where you as an individual cannot rejoice. But the people around you can. Paul is saying, help one another. Be united. Stand firm in your faith and your hope and in your life. Don't try to be the the magnetile off on its own. We can stand up a single magnetile on its own on the floor. It doesn't take a whole lot to knock it over. But when we are bound together, when we are built together, when we are surrounded by support and love and help, Even if I cannot rejoice, I know my brothers and sisters can. Even when I cannot give thanks, I know there are those around me who can. Even when I don't have the words to pray, I know through Christ and through the church, there are people who can pray, who can find the words. So often we hear, you know, all these things that Paul is writing to churches. He's writing to groups. Only one of his letters is really written to an individual. Paul is always writing to a group. And sometimes we hear, pray without ceasing, and we think, how can I ever pray without ceasing? How can I ever be good enough? How can I ever reach that level of sanctification or perfection? How can I ever be worthy of what God has commanded me to do? And we 
lose sight of the fact that we're not supposed to do this alone. We're not supposed to do this by ourselves. We are called to be a community that is set apart, a community of support, a community of hope, a community that holds one another up. And honestly, for the world and the culture and the place that we live in, that might be harder. It might be harder to be in community and to say, I need help. It might be harder to stand up and say, I need prayer. It might be harder to stand up and say, I don't know what I have to be thankful for right now. You know, the looking at prayer requests, it's a whole lot easier to ask for prayer for someone else than it is to ask for prayer for yourself. It's a whole lot easier to ask for help for someone else than it is to ask for help for yourself. yet Paul is writing exactly that to the church in Thessalonica. You're not in this alone. You are not by yourself. You are not alone, magnetile, sitting on the floor, waiting for my one-year-old to knock you over. The church is supposed to be a place where when I don't have the words, when you don't have the words, there is someone who does. The church is supposed to be a community where when one of us needs help, there's someone who is available and ready to offer it. And the church is also supposed to be a place, and kind of like how Paul uh, writes to the Thessalonians, uh, you don't need this written to you. You don't need this said to you, but I'll say it anyway. The church is supposed to be a place where when someone needs help, many people stand up and say, I'm here and I've got you. We shouldn't read Paul's letters as though they are individual mandates that one one person alone can bear. Paul is saying, you as a community, you as a group of people, admonish one another, help one another, encourage one another, have patience with one another. You as a community pray without ceasing. You as a community, as a church, rejoice always. You as a community, you as a church, give thanks in all circumstances. There'll be a time and a place and a moment where you as an individual might not be able to do those things. And my hope is that you find in this place, in this group of people, brothers and sisters who can. This is the ideal, this is the mandate, this is who the church is supposed to be. So brothers and sisters, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, help us to look at these past days through your eyes and not merely our own. Review your week.
Where did the Holy Spirit move? What from the past week are you thankful for? As we consider where we've fallen short, ask yourself these questions from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Am I consciously or unconsciously creating the impression that I am better than I really am? In other words, am I a hypocrite? Am I honest in all my acts and words, or do I exaggerate? Do I pass on to another what was told to me in confidence? Can I be trusted? As we look at the week to come, ask yourself these questions from the sermon. Paul tells the church not to quench the Holy Spirit. Is there anything in your life that might be quenching the Holy Spirit for you in this season? Paul tells the church to hold on to what is good. What do you hold fast to in your life? What do you hold fast to in your faith? Almighty God, offer us forgiveness where we've fallen short. Offer us power and righteousness to follow Christ with all that we are. May we give thanks for your grace that we are loved unconditionally. And God, today we ask for the wisdom to see the movement of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and lives. Amen. As we prepare to return to the business of the day, reflect once more on 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 through 28. But we appeal to you, brothers and sisters, to respect those who labor among you and have charge of you in the Lord and admonish you. Esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, beloved, to admonish the idlers, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with all of them. See that none of you repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to all. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise the words of prophets, but test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who calls you as faithful, and he will do this. Beloved, pray for us. Greet all the brothers and sisters with a holy kiss. I solemnly command you, by the Lord, that this letter be read to all of them. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Thank you for praying with us with the Yadkin Examine as you go out into your day, into your week. 
uh, keep in mind all that we have prayed together today, constantly seeking the Holy Spirit, uh, filling and moving in our hearts and in our lives. And this week, uh, especially uh, throughout the season of Lent, uh, you can go over to our Facebook page or our YouTube page, Yadkinville United Methodist Church. Just search either of those on either of those platforms, and you will find our book study that we're doing this Lent uh, with all the other Methodist churches on our side of the county, uh, where we read through Witness at the Cross by Amy Jill Levine and kind of uh, dive into the people surrounding Jesus as he was being crucified, as he was crucified. And so you can join in that conversation and kind of go a little bit deeper this Lent and invite you to do so. And if you would, share the podcast on your own Facebook page, your own Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is you find yourself living on the internet, share this so that more folks can join in our prayer together. As we go out, I invite you to keep First uh, Thessalonians in your heart and your mind and your prayers looking ahead for where the Spirit is going to show up in your life. God bless.